Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, bono, but bono, bon, don't. Uh-uh, don't pick that up because you're going to get dirty. Boy, you better sit down. Don't be running around. You about to get dirty. No, you cannot go outside. I just put you in that white outfit. We're going to leave in a little bit. We're only going to be here for like two hours. Sit down. Be still. Don't do nothing. And no, you can't have nothing to eat because I know you about to get that white. Yo, why did parents put kids in white and expect them to stay clean? That was the My mama knew. She was like, no, we wearing black. You wearing black to this wedding, bitch. <laughs> what up? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. It is Hadia Robinson coming at you live and direct. I haven't replaced the mic yet, so it's going to be some snap crackling and some popping. I want to give y'all a heads up. I want to hear nothing about it. Don't be talking about, why is it? I, I, it <laughs> Look, Trump's still president. Okay, then. They ain't, they ain't cleared that problem up. You can deal with the little crackling on my mic. I want to hear it. <laughs> Sidebar, I have to get this book, Fire and Fury. I don't know if you guys have gotten it already, if you ordered it. But it just seems like the perfect amount of pettiness. You know what I mean? Like, it just... First of all, I saw the interview with him he did on The Morning Show. This is Michael... Um, Michael Wolf, he's the writer. Basically, this book is exposing all everything about Trump and what he is doing, what he has done, what he has said. And you know, Trump good for I ain't, I ain't say nothing. What that that wasn't me. I I would never right. And we all know he's a liar. So this author um comes out, drops this book, and woo. Mm, mm, mm. And of course, Trump is like, uh, I didn't interview with him, but like the way that what he's describing in this book sounds exactly like Trump. And in an interview, they were like, well, Trump is saying that you don't have no credibility. <laughs> he was like, that's coming from somebody who has absolutely no credibility. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I can't say credibility. It takes if I try to say it fast, I sound like I'm a little um, on an uh uh-uh. That's my way of saying short bus. Sorry. I hope that doesn't um, offend anyone. But uh -uh. I feel like it's better than saying short bus or, you know, the R word. Just uh -uh. we know what uh -uh is. Uh -uh. (laughs) Get out the way. Uh -uh. (laughs) Precious cargo. Uh -uh. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was I'm making it worse. Uh, Anyway. So uh, I just imagine, like, uh, Maxine Waters probably sitting home, smoking a joint, drinking red wine, reading this book, and cackling page for page, like, <laughs> like a good auntie cackle. <laughs> Sound like Jennifer Lewis when she... <laughs> Sidebar, I absolutely love Jennifer Lewis. Ugh. She's like the aunt I think everybody needs in their life. She going to get you together. She going to fix you a nice plate of macaroni and cheese and greens and cornbread. And, but she is smooth going to cuss you the fuck out. Like, why are you eating your food and you're getting your life? She going to be like, now nah, we need to talk about these edges. Like, whatever you're going through, whatever needs to be addressed, she is going to get you together. She going to make you a plate. Make sure you got a nice little tall glass of iced tea, perfectly sweetened, not diabetes, but kind of close to it, 
you feel a tingling in your foot they ain't gonna cut the foot off but it's a tingling in your foot yes that's how i envision um jennifer lewis and maxine water she's right there but like maxine water she's gonna give you professional first but once you get to know her and you come by the house and hang out oh she will have you cleaning floors and washing walls y'all gonna have a nice conversation and she is absolutely smoking a joint uh (laughs) and i just want her to be my family (laughs) anyway um so fire and fury um is a must read i feel like it's it's the ether of it's the literary version of ether i i i'm so excited so excited anyway um what up we back another week of ridiculousness what's going on right now um let me start let me ease into it i don't know if you heard about this but um some waitresses are beefing one of them is actually suing the other because their boss gave them a bunch of scratch-off tickets and one of them actually hit now this scratch off ticket you know i guess this was like their holiday kind of like hey and thanks guys we had a great year working together they're waitresses so it's not like they're gonna get like some kind of super big bonus or whatever but and they're down in arkansas no shade but it's strut it's stut stuttgart arkansas I've never heard of Stuttgart, which tells me that this shit probably got one stoplight and a stop sign. <laughs> one stoplight and a yield. They don't even have crosswalks, probably don't even really have sidewalk. They probably got a certain amount of sidewalk before it's just road. That seemed like one of them towns where when you walk in somewhere, you absolutely are walking in the street and it's semis and everything passing you, blowing your fucking jacket over the top of your head and you just walking like, well, it is what it is, right? Like nobody even, it's not a big deal. Stuttgart, I never heard of that. I know Little Rock. I know Little Rock. Pa, uh, yeah, I know Little Rock. That's it. Sorry, Arkansas. That's all I got for y'all. I hope Little Rock is your uh, capital because that's all I know about Arkansas. Um so two waitresses the one they're beefing out because um the boss gave them a roll of 10 scratch off tickets um and supposedly um Leslie Underwood is the person who's upset because Mandy Van Ho- Van Houten got a scratch off that ended up being $300,000 and they ain't heard from her since. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Mandy. That's how you win the lottery sis. You don't be sc- so Leslie is upset because man they she's claiming that they both decided that if they win they were going to split it, split whatever was going to they were going to get this is their Christmas bonus. See, I don't believe that. Some about this tells me that this is a lie. Number 1, um how did she get away from you with a three hundred thousand dollar ticket if y'all claim y'all was gonna split it because see the way i envision it is that if me and you decide oh if we win this lottery then we're gonna split it that means i'm gonna be right there as we scratching them all off and once that shit say three hundred thousand dollars me and you are now joined at the hip you and i at this point until we get down to the location where they're gonna give us this check and until we get to the bank and have the money split up we are siamese twins i'm telling you i am inside of your shirt i am on your back like a backpack you ain't 
You think you're going home, <laughs> bitch? We live together. <laughs> Oh, you got to go to the bathroom? That's crazy. I got to go to the bathroom too, bitch. Uh, you are going nowhere without me. Please don't think that you about to just run some errands with a $300,000 ticket. Bitch. You better you better be driving that Fast and Furious car because that's the only way you're going to get away from me. You better have a Harry Potter spell of invisibility because that is the only way you're going to get away from me unless you murder me. You, three hundred. Listen, now when I first heard about the story, I thought it was just thirty thousand dollars. Shout out to Kalila James because she threw the story at me, and I'm like, oh, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, because once you take taxes out of that, you probably really only gonna end up with ten thousand dollars. Now, don't get it twisted. That's a nice amount of money, but that's not stalkable money to me. That's not like I gotta. But three hundred thousand dollars. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Listen, every breath you take, <laughs> every single day. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just don't have no sympathy if you let this woman get away. Y'all went, y'all. Um, like I just feel like you, you should have known that. Once her ticket said $300,000, unless you was going to follow her around the rest of the time, it's going to be a wrap, right? So, you know, now she's trying to file a lawsuit and saying that it's been emotional and, you know, she just hasn't heard from Van Houten and they've been best friends for almost 10 years. <laughs> Bitch. I'm sorry. That part, when I read that part, that's when I was done. Cause, bitch, y'all ain't no best friends. <laughs> now, if you'd have said y'all was best friends since second grade, if y'all was best friends since sixth grade, if y'all was best friends since middle school, maybe. You know, if you about 40 years old, if y'all was best friends since high school, I might give you that. But 10 years, y'all ain't no best friend. Girl, bye. Y'all just rode to work together. Y'all probably went to the bar and shit. Y'all probably fucked the same dude one time and y'all laughed about it. Y'all probably help each other with marital issues or relationship issues. Y'all probably talk to each other about, you know, how to what to dye your hair with and what haircut would look good on you, but bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know what? I, <laughs> I I fuck with Leslie Underwood for even trying to create this whole scenario. You know what I'm saying? She's basically like, look, this bitch won. I want a piece of that money. My The boss only gave us some raggedy-ass lottery tickets, and I was already mad about that. But the fact that we only got some lottery tickets and this bitch won. Now I'm really fucking mad because I didn't get shit but a scratch off that didn't get no money. This was my bonus and my bonus ain't shit, but this bitch get a real ass bonus. But what I don't think anybody is thinking about is how pissed is the owner who gave up that ticket. That That's the motherfucker that need to be filing a lawsuit. I be, like, I be emotional as shit. Like, um, so... When I got the lottery tickets, I didn't realize, and I thought that like, I was gonna give it. <laughs> you know, it ain't it ain't really um 
it doesn't really matter. Nobody nobody believes your emotion until your voice start cracking. So you gotta have a little voice crack in there. I'm just saying. Eh, so <laughs> your honor. <laughs> Yeah, this microphone ain't shit. I'm gonna figure it out, y'all. Uh, so bear with me. Uh, I'm gonna try to hold it. <laughs> Woo! Oh my god. So, um, and Leslie Underwood is a mother of five. So she absolutely is. She's gonna do whatever she needs to do. Listen, don't nobody figure it out like a single mother. This woman is about to figure this out. She about to have her son going on, going in the courtroom with a suit on and on some crutches like Tiny Tim. <laughs> so, at the end of the day. I'm about to file pain and suffering. <laughs> and I'm going to try to give me a pinch of this money. <sighs> Listen, I'm trying to get my labs in where I can because seriously, the rest of this news is trash. <laughs> Yo, we have a president that's tweeting about his nuclear button being bigger <laughs> than somebody else's nuclear button do y'all realize that we are right now on the edge we are standing on a ledge with high winds you understand what i'm telling you like this shit is not even and it's like there's nothing we can do so all you can do is laugh you know so i'm gonna laugh i'm choosing to laugh um so good luck with that leslie underwood because your girl is out here living her very best ass life <laughs> and she probably ain't even got no kids <laughs> okay i quit i'm sorry <clears throat> uh oh i have a nice news story um jordan greenway will become the first african-american player on the u.s olympic hockey roster how dope is that white people y'all might as well go ahead and just give it up man everything y'all thought was y'all's is now ours <laughs> I'm just waiting for like the first motocross black dude. I'm sure it's a motocross black dude out there doing some real extra, extra shit on his bike. But I feel like for the most part, black people are like, nah, I don't really want to fuck with that. You know what I mean? Um, Jordan Greenway, cute little, cute black guy. He looked mixed though. Looked like he the product of like maybe a white mama and a black daddy and the black daddy wasn't around. So the, black, the white mama... Uh, just tried to figure out what she was going to do with him. Needed an after-school program. They was offering hockey. It was free. She was like, cool. And he was like, mom, I don't fucking play hockey. I'm black. My dad's black. I want to play basketball. She was like, you're not sucking playing basketball. It's too dangerous. Right? And then I feel like they grew up somewhere in, like, Wisconsin or Minnesota. Minnesota. Somewhere like that. Um, and that's it. Just, you know, if I just had to look and make an assumption about where, who, yeah, that's, I would think that. Like, just looking at him, I would think, oh, yeah, boom. Um, but the first African-American, wow. You know, certain, certain things when it's like the first African-American, I know it's like, oh, they locked us out of that shit. 
But when I hear the first African-American in hockey, I don't know that black people is like rushing to go play hockey. Is that some shit? Like, am I being naive right now? Is that some shit that black people was like, damn, man, I just want to play hockey. And white people's like, no fucking way, man. No fucking coons on. <laughs> I apologize. I just feel like I'm only t- the second story in and this is already just kind of like <laughs> heading into a dumpster. I apologize. Okay. But that's what I feel like. No fucking way, man. No <laughs> no spooks on the ice or whatever, you know, racist white people say, you know, outside of, of course, the, the N-word that they, I'm sure, have no problem throwing around. But just, you know, white people always come up with their own stupid-ass term for black people. Um, No. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> um. Nah, my head is stuck trying to think of other dumb shit, other racist, uh, obscure as terms white people use for black people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so boom. Anyway, he's six foot six, which is already like, bruh, you ain't want to play basketball. He he definitely wanted six six. He wanted to play basketball. I don't know what happened. Maybe they didn't have an AAU team. Maybe they did didn't just have basketball. I don't know. But six six. Wow. And he's the first African American player ever to make a U.S. Olymp- a U.S. Olympic hockey team. Congrats! That's awesome. Um, and he will compete in Yangchang, South Korea. I said that all wrong. It's P Y E O N G C H A N G, but I feel like that P is silent. Maybe. <sighs> Let's see if I can get Google to tell me how to say it. Um, Payung Chang. Yeah. So the P wasn't silent. So he's going to be in the Winter Olympics. And, you know, it just really, for me, highlights how dope black people are. Uh, let Let me just be on black people dick for a second, right? It's like... Um, whether it's something that we're creating or something that we're um learning and being a part of, like you just can't keep black people out of shit. And that's just at the, like, no matter how hard you try, we're always going to find a way. We're always going to overcome. We're always going to maneuver. We're always going to, it just, I just wish people would realize that, recognize that. That way I feel like things can move move along a lot smoother. It really could. And then when you're when people finally understand that we know what the fuck we're talking about and motherfuckers could get on board and get behind what we're trying to do, then we wouldn't have a fucking orange baby in the highest office talking about how his button, first of all, sir, if you saying button, I'm automatically thinking clit. And as man, if you're referencing a clit, I feel like that means your penis is mad small. Like, so it all just come back to your dick being small. And why we got to die because your dick's small, sir? Anyway, I said I wasn't going to talk about it, so I'm trying not to talk about it because there's some enough raggedy shit to talk about. So, woo fucking saw. I'm saying, okay, so let me drop... I done dropped about seven F-bombs. I apologize. That's the last F-bomb. 
until I get to the last story. <laughs> um, all right. In a new segment, I'd like to call the fuck. Okay. That's, that's the last for real. Like that is the last one. Um, I don't know if you saw the tweet that, um, Newsweek put out. I'm sh- they tried to delete it, but you know how the good old internet work. You can't just put something on the internet and think you're going to delete it. You can never delete it fast enough, especially when you have a lot of followers or is something straight derogatory and terrible. You there, you will never delete it fast enough. So um, Newsweek put up a tweet with a picture of Dr. Martin Luther King in his casket. Uh, the thing is, is that they didn't remove it for two hours, which tells me that they thought that that shit was okay. It was the first of the year, the first day into 2018. Now, we know that Dr. King's birthday is this month. So that means y'all are like, this shit is disrespectful on numerous levels. But the idea that this is how we got to start 2018 on January 1st at 2.47 p.m. They posted a picture of, first of all, I don't want to see anybody in a casket. For anybody who's going to a funeral or had to see somebody they love in a casket, even if even if you're just seeing somebody you don't know, a body in a casket is not something that you look at and you want to examine and you want to, and then somebody as revered as Dr. Martin Luther King but then, to add insult to injury, they caption it, has anybody here seen my old friend Martin? That was the caption for a picture of Dr. Martin Luther King in his casket. Has anybody here seen my old friend Martin? Now, what I think this was, what I think this was is someone who works at Newsweek who thought that they were either sending a DM, who thought that they were sending it in a private message, who thought that they were dropping that off on on a secret tip, and so they thought it was funny. And, you know, for me, that's not surprising because so many people who work in places that you feel like are liberal or whatever, please, racist as shit. They just a racist with a job. That's all it is. So... You know, the idea that this went up or this even went out or somebody even made this, created this and thought this was funny or thought this was something that they should share, not surprising me at all. Like, this is America. So, you know, to be surprised by something like this, you clearly don't know your history. But the idea that it's set there for two hours tells me that this this dumbass... It's just unfortunate because it's like, why, why do I have to be subjected to it? You know what I'm saying? It's bad enough that that's what you're doing. And, you know, I'm sure it's all kind of little clubs and all kind of water cooler talk and people that get together. We, we know these people are out here, right? But this ain't how I want to start my goddamn day. Because at 2.47 p.m., oh, I'm assuming on East Coast, that's only 11 o'clock a.m. 
on the West Coast. That means I'm sitting up drinking my goddamn coffee, trying to have me a little bit of toast, trying to get my day started. I done already meditated, trying to clear my chi, trying to think about how I'm going to be better in 2018, looking at my vision board, thinking about how I'm going to be a better person today and how I'm going to impact the world and be the change that I want to see. And then I got to get on Twitter and see Dr. Martin Luther King in the casket. Now, to add insult on top of the injury that we already suffered, so now this is two injury charges. It's January 5th, and I ain't heard shit about nobody being fired. I have not heard one thing. They haven't acknowledged who sent it. They haven't acknowledged who posted it. Didn't nobody. They just came out with their old same old raggedy ass. Well, this doesn't represent. We are so sorry. Bitch, I don't give a fuck about your apology. Somebody has need to roll. Period. Where? Where is the ro head rolling? Where is, like, I envision somebody, they them tracking that to whatever computer it went to or came from, uh, tracking that back to that person's desk, politely, hey, yeah, Chad, yeah, I'm going to need you to go ahead and shut your computer down. Uh-huh. Okay, if that's your jacket, grab your jacket. Uh-huh. Okay, is that all those pictures? You're going to need to take those. You might want to take those with you. We're going to go ahead and clear this whole section. Don't worry about the garbage. We'll take out the garbage. Uh-huh. Is that your backpack? Okay. Uh, is that your iPhone charger or is that what the company allocated to you? Okay. Give me your key Give me your key card. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now we're going to have security walk your dumb ass the fuck up out this building. And that should have been, and we should have gotten video of him being thrown out of the building. Right? But no, this is what, this is the the apology that they posted. And they apologized, apologized to his daughter because his daughter tweeted at them like, word, that, that's what we doing? It wasn't that. That was my interpretation of what she said. But it was basically, let me see, hers was, what did she say? Why at, why Newsweek? Wow. Right? That was the professional shit. Um, but I feel like, you know, in my head, in my head, she saw it like the, the fuck, right? And they came to her and they added her in an apology on Twitter. Earlier this afternoon, we published an opinion piece with an insensitive image of Martin Luther King Jr. We sincerely apologize to the King family for this egregious error. Are you apologizing to the rest of us, bitch? Where's my personal apology? That's what I, I, I feel like they needed to apologize to everybody on Twitter individually. And maybe they're doing that. You know, I haven't been to their Twitter feed because I stopped following them immediately. But I feel like I should look up in my mentions and say, at Hadia Robinson, uh, regarding the post from January 1st, Newsweek would like to formally apologize to you personally for however this image may have ruined your day. Please excuse us and we will try to do better as we move forward in the future. Right? Give me that fake ass apology because all these apologies is fake as shit. You know that, right? All this, oh, this does not represent. Oh, we are 
more. We are mortified. We as a company try our best to right. Like, bitch, no. You only got 140 characters, maybe 280, depending on if Twitter look at if Twitter fuck with you like that, right? But so like the online, the little online apologies, I already am like, yeah, all right. But the fact that y'all gave this little bullshit ass, oh, it's so egregious. If it's so egregious, I'ma need a follow-up tweet with um and the imp- the former employee no longer works for us and or represents. But I think this is just another another um example of what Trump the uh, the Trump effect. I think this is another example of people feeling like, oh, I can say some raggedy shit, I can do some raggedy shit, I can be flagrant as hell. And it's cool because, you know, it's freedom of speech and freedom of press and blah, 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 right? But I'm not racist. Yeah, and then their kids start getting bullied in school, and then they want to have a little ugly-ass kid come doing a video. It's not right. It's not fair. And then it all come out that their kid was up actually the one bullying people and using racist flagrant terms, but they want to set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> I'm not going to go back. It's fine. It happened i just glad I didn't give no money. And I know it's a bunch of people out there like, I ain't get no money either. I ain't get no money. But y'all motherfuckers gave some money. I ain't get no money. No. Because when I looked, I was like, mm, I need some more information. Sorry. It, I don't know if that make me a bad person. But I just, I it was, a, it was in my gut. You know, sometimes you look at a situation and your gut is like, ah. That was, that was my gut. My gut leaned all the way to the side. Like, ah, my, my gut eyeballs got squinted. Like, ah, my gut like leaned his head to the side, leaned back, squinted his eyes. Like, ah. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, there was also the part of me when I saw the athletes coming forward and blah, 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 blah. I was like, well, this little kid is cool. But then when the picture surfaced and then you saw, you got, you heard all the shit the mama was talking about. Then I was like, hmm, I wonder if this punk ass kid still going to see Avengers. I wonder if this little punk ass kid is still going to be able to. Now I know people like, oh, it's not his fault. He a product of his environment. But guess what? Black people don't get that. Black people don't get the luxury of, well, you know, it's a part of his environment. Guess what? They're going to lock his black ass up. They don't care nothing about his mama being on crack. They don't care nothing about his daddy not being there, being thrown in the prison system. They're not asking none of them questions. They're not sitting up worried about whether or not this child done ate in the last week or so. What's going on in this child's life? Guess what? They bringing the police to snatch this baby up out the chair and drag her out the room. Okay, I get it. Yes, right i'm i'm pushing a lot of things all in once but you you get what i'm talking about at the end of the day ain't nobody giving black people no benefit of the damn doubt in no situation so why am i gonna look at this situation with this little white kid and be like well you know maybe he should go see iron man because no guess what this is a good opportunity for him to learn that when you try to 
put yourself above other people or you try to isolate yourself, then that's the kind of life you're going to live, this isolated life. So you stay your ass right there in that dirt road and that dirty-ass porch with them Confederate flags, T-shirts, and swimsuits y'all over there wearing. Have fun with your pork and bean dinner, bitch. <laughs> okay. The, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I want to strike that from the when. Okay. Went a bit far. I ain't mean to call the baby a bitch. I'm just. In other news. <laughs> All right. So I get that the internet is a way for us to connect and get our feelings out and that kind of thing. But sometimes some elite, some people are doing the absolute most. Now, this next story comes out of North Wales, hmm, where a bunch of police officers took a posted some pictures on Twitter of their breakfast. And it's like uh, two big ass plates of these weirdly boiled eggs. It's like maybe that these might be poached but they look gross but whatever poached eggs and toast and bacon and beans which you know it's england because they got beans and shit it's gross um and it's just you know and that's it it's a huge table and it's like just police being like any 14 year old kid on social media posting a breakfast and shit um and supposedly not supposedly because it happened but um that vegan vegans and vegetarian followers were offended first of all i don't know how you vegan and vegetarian following the police because i thought y'all ain't fuck with pig boom <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> i don't have sound effects machine i gotta make my i gotta make my own sounds give me can I have that? Jeez. All right, fine. Um, one person tweeted, speaking as a taxpayer, I prefer them to be less selective when answering questions and perhaps not post breakfast pictures that offend vegan slash vegetarian followers. Pretty thoughtless considering the job title they have. What job title was that, bitch? They're police. What it? They didn't say all pigs matter, all break. Like, what are you talking about? Considering the job title they have. That's dumb. Like, first of all, let me be very, very clear that I will never uh, stand for police. Uh, I, you're not going to get a Blue Lives Matter out of me ever. Period. Ever. Right? But. At the same time, some people just be doing the most. Like, yeah, you on social media, but guess what? It is a billion other people on social media. So at the end of the day, if you don't like what somebody is doing, bitch, turn your head and turn it off. You don't have to follow that person. Why do you have to comment talking about uh, because of the job? What are you talking about? That shit is corny as hell. Like, some people... Some people try to create a situation when it ain't no situation, right? Some people try to make something like detrimental or life, like cataclysmic type shit. And it's not, it's just not the police posting about eating eggs, toast and bacon 
is not ruining your fucking day. I don't care. Now, if somebody, if they were posting a video of them snatching eggs out of the chicken's ass, then, yeah, I would say you might want to tweet something about that and or tag Twitter and be like, yo, these dudes over here bugging somebody. <laughs> like, when I see something that I think look fucked up, I'll tag a news organization. Like, yo, like, y'all need to check, send somebody for this. Somebody need to go check on this shit, right? But cooked food on a plate, bitch, and you got an attitude, calm down. Just, if nothing else, just say fuck the police and be done with it. Speaking as a taxpayer, I prefer them to be what? Girl. And I'm saying, girl, it absolutely could be a boy, but girl, stop. All right. So um, I'm going to do a celebrity life lesson. I haven't done one in a while. Y'all, Um, I'm going to touch on the Cardi B and Offset. Now, let me preface this by saying, I don't give a fuck about neither one of these little kids because that's exactly what they are. Like the whole scenario is some dumb kid shit, right? Um, but you know, I get it when you young and you dumb and you think you in love and you think you, I was going to say young, dumb, full of cunt, but no, you get what I'm saying. Right. Um, you feel like, okay, let me stop. Let me take it a step. Um, I think when you, I'm going to speak from a woman's perspective, when you feel like you're in love and you feel like you found somebody that is that person and I, well, let me not speak for women. Let me speak for me at 20. Let me speak for me specifically at 20, at 20 something, 20 ish, ish, ish. Right. When I still had feelings in a, in a, in a unthawed heart, you get what I'm telling you? Cause I got this ice box with my heart. I just did the Omarion like, chest pop <laughs> you know when you, you when you 20 you still naive and you feel like dudes actually are honest and faithful no shade fellas but let's be real like you don't i don't need your emails and your hate text and your fucking dms we know what it is all right and a man at 20 that's all i'm gonna say boom but when you a girl, when I was 20 and I thought I was meeting somebody and felt like I was like, oh, it just felt so perfect, right? So you would, you it's hard to let that go, right? And I don't know their whole situation. So I'm going to speak in a more general, uh, you know, idea of relationships when you're young. If nobody tells you, stop fucking with a nigga, when he already when he's given you when he's already played you once then you're going you're in your head you're going to feel like i need to give him another chance and i need to you know he just made a mistake he being a man you know instead of realizing that oh if i take this motherfucker back he's probably going to do the exact same thing because that's he's young he's 20 he's stupid right and he got a lot of money which already is going to add on another layer of bullshit that you got to deal with and he's a slightly ugly ass dude so then you got to deal with all the back ugly trauma that he done been through right listen feel say what you want to say i'm gonna say it and it's gonna be what it's gonna be when you dealing with an ugly ass man 
that have been through years of being ugly and knowing and the world telling him he ugly and you finally give him some money and now bitches trying to fuck him you might as well throw that one into the wind honey because there is no way you gonna he is going to need like a life-threatening situation in order to calm him down he's just let him have let him have the world let the world have him because there's nothing you're gonna do with him straight up and you know at the end of the day let him have that you know some people you just gotta let them live that out because they went through so much when you ugly little when you young and ugly the world just does not smile down on you so when you finally in a position where you feel like you're getting love, you're you're gonna OD. You're gonna go out. You're gonna OD because you now you making up for all the old your ugly ass, your black ass. You uh, look at your nose, look at your lips, look at your eye, look at this hair, your hair nappy. Yeah, right. You got years and years and years and years, and not just from like people you don't know and people out in the street. You getting that shit from your family. You getting that shit from your mama, brothers, uncles, depending on you know. You getting that from everybody around you. So this boy done finally made it up out of the ugly ass trenches, emerged into the world with some money. Let him just, you know, if he's, what does it say? Let him go. <laughs> if he comes back, you know it's meant to be. Whatever that uh, quote is, live by that. Because you can I'm trying to tell you what I know. I'm trying to give it, I'm trying to give you this game, I'm trying to give you this game because it's real. Um, so the lesson in all of this is don't let a motherfucker play you twice, regardless of the ring, regardless of promises and all that other shit. This is the second time, supposedly, I saw the video, and I didn't know who it was. It could have been any nigga with some dreads. I'm going to be honest. It, It's a dude in my building right now. It could have been him, straight up. Like, I didn't see nothing. It was just a blur. I'm like, if y'all going to be making sex tapes, put a, put a light on. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to make the tape, and clearly somebody had plans to release it, put the light on. You know, get a decent angle. You listen, any phone over an iPhone 6 has a very nice camera. <laughs> get the 7 is waterproof just in case you know it get a little wild in there. You ain't got to worry about your phone shorting out. Like have some pride in your sex tape game. Don't just be out here putting all kind of grainy uh eight remember that movie eight millimeter don't be putting out no snuff film don't nobody want to see that no have some respect for yourself oh, it, the internet is full of amateur videos you want yours to stand out <laughs> <laughs> don't do that to yourself <laughs> You gotta want more for yourself. Um, and here's the last thing I'm gonna say for the people who are out here cheating. Why the fuck are you making a video? Why does that make any sense? I I never understood that. Why are you out here even making a video in the first place? Matter of fact, let me tell you something. 
if I had a bunch of money and I was proposed and I'm supposed to be marrying somebody, I had a fiance and all this shit, and I'm just worried about my career overall. Why would I even, you can't even come in my house with a phone. When you come to my house, I'm going to have somebody there with a dang on non-disclosure agreement. You're going to have to sign a non-disclosure agreement, number one. Number two, you're going to have to check your phone. And I'm going to search you. Don't come up in here with no motherfucking phone. Don't come up in here with nothing. You can only have on one shirt, one pair of pants, no pockets, no socks, and flip-flops. Because I need to see what's it, if you got something between your toes. <sighs> And I'm, look, I'm going to be like TSA. When you go through TSA, they put you through that machine, and that machine basically reads your whole ass body. And if you got a hairpin in your shit, they can be like, I need to pat your hair right here. <laughs> that would be my house, okay? You think you're about to fuck up my money because you trying to come up? No. Hell no. And, <sighs> look, you can't, even, I, I don't, you can't even get dropped off at my house, you understand what I'm telling you? I'm going to give you GPS to another location, bitch. And I'm going to come and pick you up from there. <sighs> like, it would be so many. I, don't, I just don't understand these people. And then so then it becomes that that um that part of me that just feels like, okay, so then all of this is for publicity from the from the wedding, um, from the engagement from the proposal all the way through the cheating, all of that is part of some just kind of continuous story they're trying to build. It's like Mona Scott is behind all of this, not just the reality show, but they hold they real ass life. Because other than that, how are y'all this dumb? Especially when it's years, 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 years. We've had how many years of people getting exposed? Shit, Kevin Hart was just exposed like two weeks ago. And y'all still out here playing it? <sighs> It just makes me sad. But I, so the lesson here is, the lesson here is, there's a lot of different lessons. The lesson, the first lesson is, if you with a dude and he shows you who he is, leave him the fuck alone. Stop trying to give him second chances because he ain't going to change. Soon as you let him back, he's going to be like, oh, so I know what I need to say. I know what I need to do to get her back. Let's keep this party going. Thank you, Cardi B and Offset for today's celebrity life lesson <sighs> I feel like that life lesson was more so for young girls no let me take that back because I just thought about bitches I know yeah <laughs> and dudes that I know that still be like yo I'm saying no like no bro why the fuck would you even anyway Thanks, guys. Um, uh, let's see. Last story. We need to address, I want to address, this Michael B. Jordan dating a white girl so I'm not going to see Black Panther, quote-unquote, boycott. I don't know who started this or who felt like this needed to be a thing. Um, it absolutely does not. At the end of the day, look, yes, Michael B. Jordan might be smashing some girl that ain't black. So what? Okay, we're talking about a movie that is head to toe full of black people that got some power in their own country, out here fighting crime, got superpowers and shit, and you're going to get that up because one dude is smashing a white girl? Girl! 
Now, there's the part of me that wants to believe that this is like for real Russia. Uh, <laughs> I've like for real like if not straight up russia i feel like it's basically some white people posing as black people trying to act like and try to make create and make this a thing because at the end of the day look when we don't support shit like this when we don't when if these numbers don't look good and if we don't go in this box office and turn all the way the fuck up this gives them an opportunity to say, well, hey, we tried to do a black movie with black superhero and a black lead and a black country, but black people don't want that. So here, let's give Tyler Perry 17 more movies. That's that's what that does, right? And maybe it's just a conspiracy theory chicken me. Maybe it's the, mm, let me find out, right? But I really do believe that if you look at the history and you look back at what they did with the Panthers, right, FBI. I'm not saying it's the FBI. I am saying, though, it's kind of funny that the FBI could take down the Black Panthers over some free lunches, but they can't get Trump out of office. And it's very, okay. <clears throat> Stay focused. I'm not saying it's the FBI. But it's giving me FBI-ishness, right? In the sense of... If you look at what the FBI did with the Black Panthers, right, it was different kind of, it was different Panther groups, right? So what they would do is they would write letters posing as the leader of a Black Panther group, like, oh, y'all some, y'all some jive turkeys. It's the 70s, so you know how they was talking. Y'all some jive turkeys over there talking. Y'all ain't really about the movement, you titty sucker, because that was like, <laughs> that was low key. <laughs> That was an insult in the 70s. He called me a titty sucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was an insult back in the day, right? So, boom. They would write letters posing as the other group, and basically that, that created turmoil. That created... Um, friction between the groups so they could never really come together and that way that's how they were infiltrated and then taken down of course along with uh false imprisonment and being stalked and uh harassed by the police and everything else but that's you know that's a whole nother story in the episode but it is true boom that's what i feel like this is that is somebody putting out some information about one person and expecting all black people to be like, oh shit, they trying to play us. What the fuck do Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, got to do with not going to see this whole ass movie? This isn't like, um, I was to say Twelve Years a Slave. This isn't like Birth of a Nation. This isn't about like rape allegations and shit like that. This is just about a man living his whole ass life, deciding, you know what? Um, I'm dealing with whatever I got to deal with, but I want to get this white chick and bang her out. Cool. Guess what? I'm not even there to see Michael B. Jordan. I'm lying. I'm lying. I, I take, I'm lying. I'm absolutely going to see. Did you see the picture of him with no shirt on? Looking like a fucking black ass Ken doll? But like, what a dick though. Like, well, do we have a... Mm, I did see them um, beach pictures too. So, uh, <laughs> are y'all... So, that's that's my next thing. Are y'all really pressed? I saw them beach pictures. If you have not seen Michael B. Jordan beach coming out the water... <sighs> Now, granted, water does different things to different penises, but no print player. <sighs> mm -hmm. Yeah. You, like, anyway, so I say all that to say, let's stop with the whole 
um, allowing us and allowing what we're trying to do to be misguided and and um, and having stupid obstacles thrown in the road. That's that shit right there is dumb as hell. Especially when Serena Williams just got her whole ass life. When Meghan Merkel's legit about to be, uh, well, sh- supposedly she ain't gonna be no princess, but you know, I feel like that's just them trying to take the princess crown from the black queen. Okay, but hey, that's just me. It is what it is, right? Boom. But at the end of the day, she won. She's about to be royalty, and her man is way cuter than the other one. Now, if she was going to marry the other bald head one with the receding hairline that already looked like an old man, even though he only like 25, I'd be like, damn, sis. But she got the kind of cute, like, right? Got a little body on him. I seen him dancing in Africa. I was like, okay, okay, Harry. <laughs> I see you, right? So she's about. To, so we can't be mad at Michael B. Jordan if you're not going to be mad at everybody across the board. And at the end of the day, don't be mad at nobody because the movement of blackness is bigger than somebody choosing to fuck somebody white. Like, it's it's just bigger than that, right? Now, I can see if he was up here talking about, you know, the black man and the black woman need to da-da-da-da-da, but then he got a white chick, then it'd be like, all right, bro, but what? But he's just out here trying to live his whole ass life. He's just out here trying to make some movies, get some bitches, and, you know, hopefully take better pictures coming out of the water at the beach. That's just, he didn't platform himself doing nothing else but making movies, being sexy, having a beautiful ass mouth, and just, mm. So, everybody, I need whoever is talking about boycotting, and I posted I, I'm just like I'm going to see Black Panther twice I don't I don't know what y'all trying to do with y'all life I'm going to see it once at the Black Theater so I can turn up I'm not going to know what the fuck is happening because everybody is yelling everybody is alright yes do that you better throw that spear bitch yes and I want to be a part of that I want to be in there with all of the commotion I don't want to hear nothing that shit is going to be a silent film for me the first time because it's going to basically be fully dialogued and commentated on by whoever is in this theater whoever's in the the proximity and you know when you go to a black theater and it's all the way turned up people waiting to get their little moment like they wait for it to be a little quiet but look at that nigga sweater though But that shit be the bomb. Like, I be loving that shit. Like, that makes the movie for me. And I need to be a part of that. So, I don't know who y'all trying to boycott, but I am absolutely going to be there for that. And then I'm going to go see it again at a very respectable, and when I say respectable, I mean a boring-ass white theater with nothing but white people in there. And where I get to hear everything. And and they're they not going to scream nothing out because they don't never have nothing fly to say. I'm going to a black theater to get the black Twitter experience. I want to I want to hear these memes in real time. <laughs> <sighs> then I'll go to where white people are where I can hear everything. And I'm going to just be like, oh, oh, that's what they said on this. Oh, shit. So that was somebody in the back that said, uh, where them titties at? <laughs> oh, that's. I thought that was in the movie. I thought that was in the script. And it's going to be an amazing time. We're going to see black people being great. Think about this. This is black people in Africa. Not uh, No shade. But not like the, the Puerto Rican style black people. Like the black people. And you're like, mm, wait. I think that person Latino though. But I'm talking about black ass, black, black, blackity, black, black, black ass, black, 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 black ass people. 
in Africa being great. Fuck you if you don't want to be a part of that. I don't even want to know you if you don't want to be a part of that. I don't even fuck with you if you telling me that Michael B. Jordan deciding to fuck a white girl is just going to take that all away from you and you don't... Girl. And I'm saying girl because it's probably... But girl. I'm not saying it's a lot of girls. I'm saying I feel like majority black women is like, girl, we don't care. <laughs> Please. We still going to be looking at that nigga body like, ding. We still going to be looking at the dude from Get Out like, woo, he look good with facial hair. Oh, shit. We still going to be looking at Forrest Whitaker like, you know what? That eye is not that big. <laughs> I just don't understand why you don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm going to leave it there, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Black Ass Podcast. I hope you enjoyed what I had to say because I definitely got my life this episode. <laughs> um, if you're not already, make sure you're following the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That's at Black Ass Podcast. And you can find me at hrcomedy.com. If you are in Los Angeles, you should come to my show at UCB. It's on January the 22nd. It's called If You Build It. It's going to be a dope show. Come down. Let them know you're there to see me so they can be like, damn, this bitch No people. I'm going to be like, you right, bitch. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Um, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for the podcast. Um, I appreciate everybody that's listening. Just hop over to um, iTunes, drop me a little review, and just let them know that um, how much you loving the podcast. And let me know, too. And if you ain't loving it, <laughs> bitch, you better fake it. <laughs> That's too many bitches. I'm sorry. I apologize. This has just been. I'm I'm kind of rusty. It's been a while. I haven't podcasted in a while. So let me get back in my groove, everybody. Um. Finally, if you want to support the podcast, don't forget there is a Black Ass Podcast Patreon page. You can go to p a t r e o n dot com slash Black Ass Podcast and sh show a bitch some love. Let help me get a new microphone. You heard the. Yeah, it's real out here. Um, I actually broke my um broke my microphone um moving around <coughs> I'm sorry moving around so I do need a new podcast mic but you know whatever you have to give even if it's a dollar whatever you want to put on these books I just want to say thank you in advance thank you to the people who have donated that's patreon.com slash black ass podcast put a little something down help a sister bring you these jokes and these news and these updates um all right, y'all, have a blessed weekend, everybody. Uh, to all my East Coast fam, um, good luck out there in that snow. I'm going to talk to y'all later. Have a great weekend, y'all. Peace.